Hi everyone, I'm super excited. Today I'm going to be interviewing Christina, who is the owner of Cult of Skin clothing line. So let's just give her a call and dive right in. Hello. Hello. Hi. You are the owner of Cult of Skin apparel line, correct? Yes. Okay, awesome. So I guess let's just start with some background information. I realized that I don't actually know where you are. And so I was like, Oh, my God, I hope she's Pacific time because I said 10am just not even thinking about it. I was thinking about that um, this morning, like, Oh, gosh, am I going to get a request at 7am because (laughs) actually on East Coast or so I kind of had my eyes on my email or on my DMs, but I'm glad we're in the same time. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So where are you from? I am in Lodi, California. So it's uh, about 45 minutes south of Sacramento. Okay. Awesome. Is it pretty warm there right now? Or are you guys having weird weather? We have had tons of rain. And then the last two or three days have been absolutely beautiful. So oh, I'm nice. really, really happy to see it. Do you guys get, I don't know much about it. Do you guys get any snow or anything over there? No, we're pretty mild. Um, we've gotten a lot of crazy wind lately, mm-hmm. um, but that's not usual. That's not the norm for us. Um, I would say usually it's pretty sunny with some mild rain. Okay. Have you yeah. lived there your whole life? Um, so I was born and raised here. And then I, yeah, so I ventured out a few times. I went to school. Um, I moved down to Southern California for a period of time. Um, but I just always came back. I'm really close with my family. Um, so, you know, it was hard to be away from them. Um, then I met my husband here and now we have a baby. And so we're established here and, you know, it's kind of become our, my grown up home now. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, so when did you kind of, well, I guess, when did you fall in love with skincare and how did that kind of start the cult of skin clothing line? So I would say I've always been more of a skincare girl than a makeup girl. Um, <laughs> I think there's like usually two two, two types of people. Yeah. Um, and I've never been great at makeup, but skincare has kind of always just made sense to me. Um, and I get a little geeky with the ingredients and things. So mm-hmm. I would say I've always had an interest, um, but I've gotten more serious about it probably within the last five years. And then I... Um, created what would eventually become Cult of Skin. Um, I believe it was March of 2020 is when I sold my first skincare shirt. Okay. Yeah. Right at the beginning of COVID. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was right before everything shut down and it was just like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Almost kind of perfect because everyone probably was going online, but also a weird time. Yes. Perfect. So is this your full-time job? Is it a hobby? Is it part-time? You know, I'd say it started as a hobby. um, And right now it's more of like a part-time. Definitely not full-time yet, but I hope to get there one day. Um, But I do spend quite a few hours a week uh, focusing on it. Okay. Do you do anything else to supplement your income or are you staying home with, you said you had a baby? Yeah. So I was a teacher. I was an elementary school teacher. Okay. Um, and most people don't know that about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I taught elementary school for about six years. And then when I had the baby, I went on maternity leave and 
really loved being home with baby and getting mm-hmm. to spend more time on uh, cult of skin. Um, went back to work for uh, about two months and then went on leave again to be home with baby. And uh, now I'm on an extended leave and we've made the decision that I'm not going back next year. So I'm okay. very hopeful that, you know, I can focus more on cult of skin. Okay. So I guess, have you ever considered going to school to be an esthetician or is, is it more of like the, the apparel is more of what you want to do? So I actually have had an interest for quite a while. Um, I, before I even went to school to become a teacher, um, I toured a couple schools, um, but for whatever reason, ended up not going. And then um, right before I started uh, Cult of Skin, right before everything shut down for COVID, mm-hmm. um, I was actually touring schools. Okay. Um, but the financial commitment and the time commitment, so I wouldn't be able to work and go. And it just, it didn't work out. The timing wasn't right. So I have definitely had an interest, but it just hasn't worked out for me yet. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's tough one to like, figure that out. I know I've thought about going back to learn like permanent makeup or something. And it's like, you know, they want you there full time, which I understand. But I'm like, well, how would I do that and pay for school and work? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Do all three. Um, So what gave you the idea to start Cult of Skin? So it actually um, started as Cult of Stitch. Um, and I only recently changed the name a couple months ago, um, but I was doing embroidered birth charts for people and I was selling them on Etsy. So it was Cult of Stitch because I was stitching. Um, and then, um, in around the time around March, uh, 2020, I just randomly got this idea that I was like, I should put this on a shirt. Uh, skincare is my love language. That was like the thing that started it all. Um, so I used a print on demand company who will print and ship your shirts for you. Mm -hmm. Um, put it on there, linked it up to Etsy and sold my first shirt. I was like, Oh, that was cool. That was easy. So then I made a hat with the same saying on it and that sold. And then I thought, Oh, well, you know, I could start getting a little more creative with it. So I started uh, making some different designs and putting them on up, up on Etsy and they just kept selling. So, um, so eventually um, I was able to take myself off Etsy and then, you know, have my own website and everything, but it really did start with this random shirt idea of skincare is my love language. (laughs) Uh, That's just the thing that started all. So I owe it all to that. (laughs) I love that. And would you say like your main customers are estheticians? Absolutely. They keep me afloat and they (laughs) keep me going. So I am so grateful for estheticians. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. So how does the kind of witchy vibe tie in? Is that just you who you are? That is just me. That's the kind of uh, vibe I like. And I, you know, I always say like, I'm not going to create something that I wouldn't wear myself. So I put things out there and I mean, if other people, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find the people who like the same stuff and I'm, I'm slowly finding them. Um, but it's, 
it's just, yeah, that's a piece of me. That's me. <laughs> what are some of your top sellers right now? What are the um, sayings on them? I would say moisturize and manifest is a huge one. Yes. Um, friends don't let friends wear apricot or use apricot scrub. Yes. I love that's that one. A big one. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I would say um, out of my new ones, I think the skincare results world tour is the new favorite. Okay. I need to look at that one. I know I saw it, but then I saw fortune favors the moisturize and I was like, yes, that's that's it. That one speaks to me. I need it. (laughs) I love that. Um, Let's see. So how do you market yourself? Instagram is my bread and butter. Without Instagram, I wouldn't have a business. Um, I, I just keep, I have a very consistent posting schedule. I mean, I schedule my posts every weekday at 7am. Because I found that that's the time that works for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think really just I, I interact with my followers. Um, I follow a lot of my followers and I like their pages or like their posts and people comment. I, you know, I want to comment back. So it, it's a lot of work. Um, and I'm really grateful I can do it just from my phone, you know, when I'm feeding the baby or, you know, (laughs) whatever. Um, but Instagram has been huge. Um, I've done a couple paid ads, but they just didn't really end up being worth the money. Yeah. Um, so definitely just being consistent in my posts and interacting with my followers. Yeah. I think that's really important. Like interacting with followers is something I think people forget. Um, I try and do the same thing. I try and interact with everybody. If you comment, I try and respond to it. Um, I know I personally, other clothing brands or skincare lines or estheticians or whoever, when they don't ever kind of respond to me or show me that acknowledgement or support, a lot of times I'm like, well, this is kind of boring and I unfollow them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is not, this is a one-sided relationship. I'm I'm not into this. So I, I appreciate that. And I think that's probably why you and I connected because you responded to me. I responded to you and I was like, okay, I like this. Yeah. Perfect. Um, let's see. So do you create all the designs yourself? I sure do. Um, <laughs> I, it comes in waves. I just, if, if my poor husband is used to it where it's just like, oh, I have this idea. I have to do it right now. Right. Um, <laughs> it just comes to me randomly. And I just hope that I can collect a few good ideas at the same time and then put them out there. Um, but I do, I have a running list of things I eventually want to make just Mm -hmm. different phrases or different um topics and uh when I get my little spark of inspiration I just get on photoshop and go to town go to town so you mostly use photoshop do you ever use like canva or any of the other ones I have definitely used canva um it's I find it's really nice because it uh with centering things and with arcing the fonts and things like that. Um, it has been a really good resource. I think I use Canva more for my like Instagram posts yeah, um, and website images than I do for designs, but I have definitely used it for designs. Yeah. I am obsessed with Canva, but <laughs> obviously for Instagram posts, I'm like, it's just so easy. It literally, <laughs> it has a setting for Instagram posts. Like, yeah. 
there's no readjusting. There's like, it's, yeah, it's a godsend. I pay the whatever it is, $7 Same. a month. I'm like, I don't even feel sorry about this. They're, take all my money. I'd probably, and like, hopefully no one from Canva is listening. I would probably pay like $15 a month for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's totally worth it. Yeah. And everyone use, and you can share. You can share it with other people. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you can share it with like up to five people and they can use your Canva for free and you can share your design so they can go in and edit it. And it's, and then you can see it. It'll say like, you know, cat or K, K, C or whatever your initials are Mm -hmm. and see that they've edited it. And so you can share that editing and like build something together. Wow. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm like, you can't not love it. I mean, Canva sponsor us. I know, like, hello, Kappa, I'm saying this for free right now, yeah. so don't make me take it back. <laughs> um, so do you ever do any, like, pop-ups or booths at local events, markets? Um, so I did one booth, uh, I think it was November, um, and, you know, my business is, like, it's so niche, mm-hmm. so if an esthetician or someone who just loves skincare doesn't come to that random little market, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean, I made a couple sales. It was cool, but it definitely wasn't worth the cost of doing the event. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I would do it again. Um, I am in, there's a small, a small store in um, downtown in the town over and I do have some things in there that they sell for me, which is okay. pretty, yeah. That's awesome. What about like, have you ever tried booths at like um, any of the conventions for, you know, estheticians, cosmetologists, any of those? I've actually recently started looking into that. Um, mm-hmm. I, the booth fee and the locations are what has been challenging to me because it is hard for me to get away yeah Um, but I think there's supposed to be one up in Sacramento and I started to look into that and I don't really know why I didn't continue looking baby probably cried or something (laughs) distracted (laughs) but I yeah I definitely considered that because I think that would be like huge yeah I think so I think it would be a huge hit yeah um do you ever have plans to kind of expand more? Obviously, you said you wanted to go full time, but like open a storefront or is this something you always want to continue doing from home? Um, I really like doing it from home and I like having that. Um, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I, I like to yeah. do everything myself. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't know that opening a storefront would be the direction I'd go, but I definitely want to expand. Um, I definitely want to bring in more types of, you know, items that could sell. Um, but I'm just waiting to find those right ones because yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Absolutely. So then what do you love about having your own business? Uh, I, I would say I love the creativity It's Mm -hmm. a huge outlet for creativity for me, um, which I was really lacking in teaching. Um, So it's, it's been so fun to just like, if I have an idea, I can get to it, make it, put it out there. And then to see it sell is the coolest thing. And to see people in my stuff 
is even cooler. <laughs> right. Like people liking it, liking yeah. your designs. Yeah. That's awesome. Hmm. Let's see. So what advice would you give others starting a small business? Ooh, I would say just go for it. Yeah. Just do it. Just, <laughs> you know, because I random little saying on a shirt on Etsy that I had no idea that would sell. And now it's turned into something a lot bigger. Um, like if I hadn't just gone for it and just put it there, yeah, it, I would never have what I have right now. Um, so I would say, even if you feel goofy, cause like, I know my friends and family in real life, they're like, they don't get it. They're like, yeah, like, they're not going to get it. What is this obsession with skincare? Or like, <laughs> why would anyone wear this? <laughs> um, <laughs> but just go for it because there's someone out there who's going to like it. Yeah. I mean, it's like this podcast. I kind of just sat. Well, I mean, I talk to people all the time, right? And I network and I was like, why am I not recording these conversations? Because I get a lot of great advice from people. And I mean, it's only been maybe less than a month and it's a pretty big hit. And I was like, wow, what if I had just not done it? And there's always also somebody who's going to do it. So it's like, you better get that idea first when you have it and go for it and not sit on it because the minute you sit on it, someone else is having that idea. Exactly. Let's see. Well, what, what do you think like your startup cost was? Startup cost was probably pretty minimal. Uh, Etsy doesn't, it doesn't, uh, they don't have like a subscription fee or a website fee or anything. Um, So that, was really small and then I used a print on demand company so I wasn't even making the shirts at the beginning Mm -hmm. um I just had a subscription with them and I think it was like 15 bucks a month or something um I didn't have to do any of the shipping like that was all paid for so to start with I would say probably like 30 bucks (laughs) oh nice (laughs) just to start with um but of course, with that, I mean, my Etsy page, it didn't look like I wanted to because you can only customize it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I Since the print-on-demand company shipped the items, like I had no say in how the package looked. Um, I didn't even know if it was, you know, going to come like folded or wrinkled or whatever. Yeah. So it was cheap, but I didn't have a lot of, uh, it wasn't very personal. Is there anything you want to tell people who are listening? Obviously, it's like a lot of estheticians that are listening right now. So it's going to be your your big market. Um, maybe like what your Instagram handle is, um, any new products that are going to be coming out soon, any new launches, anything like that. Okay. So my Instagram handle is at shop cult of skin. And my website is the same shop cult of skin.com. Um, you can always reach out to me on there. I am happy to answer questions. I love to see pictures of people in my stuff. Like that's, like I said, that's like the coolest thing. Um, I am currently waiting for my next big, great idea to pop up. <laughs> I have one that <laughs> I'm toying with. Um, it's very esthetician focused. So uh, can you share it? it? Or so I've been it came to me and then I'm not sure if it's like I don't want to 
put disrespect on estheticians if they don't like this. So I'm like, I need to like ask around. Um, But I was, it came to me, um, emotional support SD. No, I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Happy that, you know, it's esthetician approved. (laughs) Yes. Nope. I put my stamp of approval. If nobody else wants (laughs) it, I do. Do you know how many clients come to me? Like, I'll, literally I'll open the door to welcome them in and I'm like hey how's it going and then just like tears and I'm like uh, oh no <laughs> I'm that client I get that yeah it's just such a safe place I don't know your hairdresser your nail tech your esthetician your massage therapist like for some reason you tell them things that you wouldn't tell anybody I have women sitting there that they're like I think I'm gonna divorce my husband and I'm like girl I'm not certified in this but let me tell you what I think leave them <laughs> I'm not a professional in that area, but I am my input. Right. I'm not a professional. (laughs) However, yes, leave him after he pays for this service. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I've been thinking, because I know I see a lot of, uh, a lot of the estheticians that I follow do post like, you know, when a client comes in and is like hating on herself or, you know, different things. So I was like, oh my gosh, they are kind of like an emotional support SD. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so I've got the saying now, but the how it's going to look, that's a whole other thing. So I'll be waiting for that to come to me. But I do have a running list of ideas and it's just like, I glance at it every once in a while. Like, is it time? Like, yeah, it's a whole process. <laughs> no, I love it. And you've heard it here first. So nobody can yes. take that idea. It's trademarked, copyrighted now Thank on the you. podcast. So I see someone else doing it. I'm coming after you. (laughs) You would not like, or you would be surprised by, uh, even me being, I mean, I'm fairly small yeah, uh, compared to some of the other brands out there and my ideas get jacked all the time. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, I did it. Like, how do you stop them from that? Or is it like, I mean, I know there's copyright and all that, but I see designs that are shared from Target to Walmart to, yes. you know, how do you stop that? Uh, yep. And it's just like, uh, well, you know, they have a bigger following. So who's, who are they going to believe? But right. I guess it's cool that they're even looking at my page. So yeah, I guess <laughs> you could see it that way. I know I've seen like big companies get in trouble when like a smaller brand will comment on it on Instagram and say like, this was my design. And then once you get enough people to be like, you know, they'll go to your page Mm -hmm. and see it. I've seen that before where they've done apologies. Like, um, I think it was like Urban Outfitters. Uh Well, Urban Outfitters had a huge um, lawsuit with like indigenous um, clothes, clothes maker. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The makers of clothing. I don't know why I'm having trouble in Guatemala for stealing the designs. Wow. That was huge. My husband's from Guatemala and he is indigenous. He's Mayan. So of course I followed that one very closely because I did recognize some of those designs. I was like, for them, it's traditional to, I'm going on like a tangent, but it's traditional to their, um, like their town, their community. And so they have different patterns like for the community that you're in. And so those Mm -hmm. patterns mean something to them. It's, it's representation and then or I think it was Urban Outfitters, I'm pretty sure, started using them on like handbags and this and that, but without giving proper, not even credit, but compensation to these um, people. And so it was a huge thing. But yeah, Jeez. but they still use the design. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Okay. Well, I'm excited for that one. That one is, I'm going to snag it when it comes out. And then also the fortune favors the moisturized in pink. I'm excited for that one. Yes. Excited to bring pink. Thank you for the idea. Yes. I love black, but it's hard because my, my page is kind of like the color is pink. So I'm like, and I have so much black that my husband's like, no black you're done I was like okay okay fine <laughs> fine I'll get in pink or something <laughs> I will I'm happy to do pink because I mean obviously black is my favorite color um and the one I wear most frequently but pink is a very close second so I am more than happy to bring pink to the <laughs> website and do you ever do like custom designs so I in the past I have been open to custom but every single time I get I actually get a custom request it's like my creativity and inspiration just leaves the chat they are just non-existent I cannot come up with anything yeah (laughs) um I have uh kind of stopped doing that um but I mean, you never know. People can always try to ask and see if I can come up with something. But it's like when I'm put on the spot, I'm just, there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, But if somebody, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I do, um, sometimes people will ask me, oh, can you put my business name on a shirt? And I'm happy to do that. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, Just throw it on the shirt. Um, So, I mean, I do customize in that way. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, like. Like for me, I was like, oh, I kind of want pink or something. Yeah. Perfect. And I am happy to, if someone has a special request on a color they want, I'm happy to order that color for them. It might take a little longer um, than if you just ordered it off the website. Because I do already have black and gray in stock. Yeah. Um, But I am more than happy to order a different color. Um, Different colors just usually don't occur to me because (laughs) I wear all black. You're like, what do you mean you don't want black? That's like, not in my vocabulary. <laughs> I don't understand, but. <laughs> okay, well, perfect. Well, everyone go over to shop Cult of Skin on Instagram, right? That's what it is. Yeah. Perfect. Go check it out. There's a bunch of fun stuff on there. Keep an eye out for uh, emotional support SD. Woo. Woo. And yeah, do you have anything else you want to say to everybody? Uh, thank you. Thank you yes. for supporting me. I appreciate it. Guys, I respect the profession just so much. Um, and I just, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited for mine and we will stay in touch. Awesome. Okay. Having me. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Want to follow along with Christina? Look her up on Instagram at shop cult of skin or go online and go to shopcultofskin.com. And remember to use code HONEYSKIN for 10% off your order.